0: What's going on, world? Just let me know that Technically Speaking is on Clubhouse. So if you have access to the application, go ahead and search for Technically Speaking and join the nearly 5,000 members globally every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We talk about a whole range of different topics supplemental to a lot of the themes on the show. We've got folks that are early in their careers, late in their careers, across different industries, all sharing their experiences, expertise, and tips on stage. It's something that you don't want to miss. I personally look forward to having you in the club and seeing you on stage. That's Technically Speaking on Clubhouse. My name is Harrison Wheeler, and this is Technically Speaking. Hey, everybody. We have a new president, historic week, new release, I clearly trying to get my, my rhymes going there. Last week, I had y'all, you know, go out for a walk. But this week, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to take a few deep breaths in and release that. Huge relief. You deserve it. All right, let's get it started. I'm glad you could join me today. In this episode of Technically Speaking, we're going to focus on the organization called Students of UXD. My guests on the show are Vicky Vo and Julia Fernandez. This is the first episode where I have two different folks from two different locations recording. And I tell you, I was a bit nervous about the logistics and putting this all together and chopping it up, but... It sounds amazing and I know you'll all be inspired by the story that they have to tell. Now Vicky and Julia are early in their careers and they're going to take us through what it's been like in school so far. One of the big questions in the episode that we ask is how do you even get in? Where do you even start? And the two of them will take you down that path in terms of what their experience has been and share a few tips for the audience. Here's Vicky in her own words.
1: You know as a student myself like me and Julia we also um, you know want to learn about like those things so yeah. we say hey, you know let's find the people who know about these topics very well and let them you know teach us and teach um, other students as well so um, we were thinking of you know being like the bridge that connects these um, experienced designer to um, our members and our community
0: Hey, everybody. My name is Harrison Wheeler. I am the host of Technically Speaking, and today I have the co-founders of Students of UXD, Vicky Vo and Julia Fernandez. Welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having us, Harrison. Thank you.
0: How are you both doing? Happy holidays.
2: I'm doing great. How about you?
0: Just bought a house, so in the the process of actually... Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you yeah so, so in the process of moving i know the listeners can't see this but my bookshelf which was once decorated with
1: yeah you know, i noticed
0: that, is, is now now empty so mm-hmm. yeah that what a process mortgage process house buying i mean it's definitely a privilege but man it is it is anxiety inducing and i'm glad we're entering the final stages yes
2: for sure and i think that you might i i can't imagine how excited you are to design the inside of that house.
0: Oh my gosh. Look, the office <laughs> is already planned out.
2: <laughs> it's gonna not. be
0: it's I gonna be that. nice.
2: Um yeah. I'm doing well. I you can't see either, but I have a mini Christmas tree.
0: Oh yeah, I see that. I,
2: I wanted to be a little bit festive, but I didn't want to like get decorations that I would end up storing. So I have like vines that basically look like a Christmas tree. And I have a little <laughs> twinkly lights on it. So Happy holidays!
0: I, I grew up in four seasons, although winter feels like it made up for two of those seasons. <laughs> um, the first time I ever celebrated Christmas in California was very odd because you've got palm trees. Everyone loves to go to Tahoe. I had no idea what Tahoe was about, so I found myself forcing the holiday spirit. So I would like actually go to Starbucks and get like a mint hot chocolate.
2: Yeah, yeah, and
0: and drink it and listen to holiday music, and then it's like eight degrees outside and things are blooming i mean california is weird things are blooming year round so Mm -hmm. that's enough for my holiday rant
1: (laughs) i can relate um that's actually my favorite drink too and yeah my (laughs) winter activity is to drink peppermint hot chocolate and um, don't walk around and just check out things around
0: Um, there's not a lot to do I've been following you both for, for quite a while. I want to talk about, you know, students of UXD, but most importantly, I want to get your perspective and your thoughts around just your career journey so far, like getting into the industry. A lot of the folks that I've had on the show thus far have been fairly seasoned. They've been in the game for a little bit, but as we all know, like with the pandemic, with the shift of how we're able to communicate and connect, those things have changed so much since I know, since I started. Mm -hmm. you're both seniors in school, right? Um, so, so so what has that journey been up to or been like to this point? And, And I'd like to even kind of know like what led you in a career UX.
1: So for me, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually, uh, I'm an international student and I moved here when I was, um, 14 years old and the goal was to pursue, um, design. Um, the reason why was that, um, when I was in Vietnam, um, Creative field. There's, there's not a lot of opportunity in creative few in Vietnam. So um, I have the privilege to um, have the opportunity to study abroad. And I use that opportunity to um, grow my design field, um, the design career a little bit more. Um, so I got into graphic design when I was pretty young. I would say I was 10 years old. Um, and um, as I keep doing graphic design I uh, was thinking you know how can I make impact how can I you know extend this a little bit further and that's when I discover um, you know user experience design when I was 19 and Mm -hmm. from that point I um, do a lot of self-taught and um, attend a lot of events learn from a lot of experienced designers and that gave me opportunity to get internships and work at different places. And that's where I am today while I'm, I'm doing all that while still in school.
2: My journey is both quite similar, but also very different from how Vicky got to UX design specifically. I am also an international student. Uh, I'm not from the US. I moved from Jakarta, Indonesia, halfway through sophomore year of high school. And uh, before that, I moved around a lot because of my dad's work. and. Growing up, I had always loved fine art and the performing arts. And so I was a theater kid. I loved, I I, like my favorite room in high school was the art room and I would always be there. And I found that I started really loving this idea of visual communication. Like I knew that I had to do something with visual communication. And by chance, when I got the opportunity to also study here in the U.S., I was like, visual communication, graphic design? I think so. And so <laughs> I'm actually pursuing my degree currently in graphic design. And I think it was only a couple years ago. So I'm a senior now. When I was a sophomore, I had my first interaction design class. And yeah. that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I've been missing this this side of I guess in the performing arts of like telling a story having human interaction presenting and interacting with other people that I felt that graphic design or doing projects in graphic design didn't allow me to do necessarily and I think it all clicked once that interaction design class came and I was like where has this been all my life and so (laughs) I think starting from there um similar to Vicky I started you know like self-teaching immersing myself with different workshops different events uh that have been going on specifically digital uh events and that's how i got to be a ux designer uh and that's how actually how i met vicky
0: yeah yeah so so that go, go ahead were you gonna say something else
1: oh sorry i was just gonna say um Fun fact is that I met Julia through LinkedIn and yeah, we started this whole thing.
0: So you, well, have you all actually met each other in person? Nope. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's the power yeah.
2: of LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. We did, we start, wait, when did we first talk? I think it was when the pandemic started that we yeah. connected. I asked Vicky if she could review my portfolio because Vicky yeah. as the, the design goddess that she is she was doing portfolio (laughs) reviews for uh different students and i was like oh i want to do that and so that's how we connected and we just have stayed connected and from there she was like julia students of (laughs) york
0: I feel like i've kind of seen this journey kind of happen not i didn't know that you all ever haven't ever met before vicky I'm, I'm curious about your impetus to move out market yourself a bit because i know you you're writing a few articles on on medium some of them caught a lot of attention um additionally as william mentioned doing some of the portfolio reviews one of the themes that i'm picking up from both of you all is that you both liked creative fields and similar to a lot of the conversations that I have with folks that move into UX design, it's not something that they, you know, in high school were like, yeah, I'm going to go into UX design, right? You mo- you might have folks that are like, yeah, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what that is, but it's almost sort of like this found career. And so, how has that experience influenced the moves that you have made so far?
1: Mm-hmm. So when I started um, learning UX um, teaching, I found it really hard because I didn't know what I was doing. Everything, everyone tell me um, has different, different directions, different, different solutions for things. And I was very confused. What happened was I, um, sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, When I, when I started learning UX, I did not know what to do. I did not know um, basically what steps to take and who could guide me through it. And I wish I discovered UX a little bit earlier because that would give me more opportunity to self-taught myself. And with that reason, I was thinking, you know, hey, how can I help, you know, other high school students, other um, junior junior um, designers out a little bit more? Um, so that's when in the summer I was like, hey, let's let's do something about it. So what I did was I started to volunteer at different hackathons and, you know, for hackathons, they focus more on the coding part, not so much on the design part. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, helping students to understand the importance of design was really important. So that's where I started. I started to mentor at different hackathon, get people to learn more about UX design and get more people to involve in design. And, um, that was kind of like one of my goal to help, young students to get into UX design. So they find out about that a little bit earlier than I was. And that was one of my goals. And also um, that helped me to stand out a lot as well during my career um, journey. Um, I feel like those opportunities create more opportunities and um, it just lead me to where I am today.
0: Yeah. And and it seems like from a lot of that work, Julia, you're a, a byproduct of some of that what are some of the things that you've been starting to do because I know you actually started a YouTube channel.
2: yeah um,
0: that's kind of profiling a bit of that journey. How's that been going?
2: right. Uh, it has been going very well. I think that you're you're completely right in that. I it's interesting because as I see and hear Vicky talk, I definitely l- look up to her as like an older sister. I have found that when I see Vicky and doing her work and seeing that she, in the foundation of the things that she does, it's to help people learn more about UX design. I shared these values uh, in my own way, and it wasn't initially specific to UX design per se. It was more design in general and having these vulnerable conversations with Mm -hmm. people. And I think that in these different types of conversations that I've been having in these portfolio reviews, in uh, just these, like hearing these events and connecting with other people on LinkedIn, I, in like, in my way, my version of being able to communicate and share my knowledge with other people is through Design diaries, which is kind of the the main thing that I've been doing as my passion project on YouTube, and I think that in doing these things, it also in uh, in doing design diaries, it has also helped open a lot of doors. Uh, it has helped with being able to connect with more people, and I feel like Vicky's medium articles. Um, design diaries and having all these conversations, I feel like all of them came together and birthed students of UXD. (laughs)
0: Because
2: I feel like if now that I think of it, it's like students of UXD is a mix of all of those things. Um, And I think that it was because of the shared values that Vicky and I had uh, in with the goal of helping other people learn and helping Really connect people through design was what design or students of UX design came out to be.
0: Ever have an idea of starting a podcast? I had one for quite a while before I took the leap and started technically speaking. Anchor.fm made it easier than ever. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. It handles all of your distribution so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Did I mention it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're interacting a lot with a ton of aspiring designers. What are some of the top themes that you're talking to students about?
1: I think um, to start, you know, in the UX career, I feel like one of the challenge was to know where to learn UX. Um, The problem right now is we still don't have like a formal Mm -hmm. um, like education system for UX design Um, for universities. Um, you are either major in graphic design, human-computer interactions, or psychology. And if you are, you know, a graphic design student, you focus more on the visual design aspect, and they don't really teach much about, you know, the experience side of it. And if you are, you know, a psychology student, then you don't get to learn the visual design part. So um, as a student, um, you know, in university, we kind of have to mix and match a lot of courses to kind of learn those elective courses. And I think that's what a lot of students have been doing as well. For that reason, you know, it's really hard for students to know even like what courses to take because nobody guide them. So um, that's that's where I, you know, came in and also helped them to um, understand like which courses to take and things like that as well. Another challenge was to um, stand, stand out. I feel like that is one of the biggest challenge because the market is very competitive at the moment. For example, for internships, most company hire, like I would say 30 or 50 software engineers interns. However, for UX design, usually there will be, I would say one to five max Hmm. for that summer. And to fight for that spot, you would have to um, stand out among the crowd. Your work has to speak for itself. You have to stand out like personally, as well. So I feel like standing out is one of the biggest challenge. um, Because we are all you know, in the middle of the pandemic, we are looking for jobs and um, things is hard, like, to be
0: honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, Julia?
2: I think that personally, the challenges that I have been facing, and these challenges I see in other people, Uh, are this lack of knowledge, period. It can be lack of knowledge in understanding how an interview works or how uh, what it means to create a good portfolio, have good portfolio structure, uh, what it means to connect and network with people on LinkedIn. And I think that these were very much like r- problems that were right up in my face <laughs> when covid started cuz yeah. i initially was not a part of the design community or at least as an an active person in the design community before covid started uh yeah. and it's funny because i think the one thing that i am grateful for with like the the year is that COVID and staying at home has forced me to become a more active member of the design community and Mm. to see these problems and these patterns with these problems, as Vicky has seen as well, in students that want to pursue UX design. And so when seeing these problems and facing these problems, both Vicky and I saw these patterns in or <laughs> pain points, no pun intended, uh, of these students that we were also facing in wanting to pursue a job in the industry. And it was so important for us to um, basically cover these problems and 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 yeah. be at least a light in the tunnel um, that is very scary to start a UX design journey. Um, And yeah, yeah, so I think that we really wanted to just help by doing something about it, even though we don't necessarily know exactly what we're doing. And Vicky and I joke about that all the time, Um, but we want to be a light and we want to at least help in some form. So that's what, that's what came out or what, that's what comes out of the work that we do.
0: If you can summarize, what are three things where a designer can start if they're looking to get in a career in in UX design?
1: (laughs) I would say that a way, uh, a few places to look for um, like courses and stuff, I would say is Coursera is one of the places that um, they have very good UX courses and you don't have to pay, you know, 10 of thousand of dollars to um, study. Um, another way that I found very effective for me was to attend um, UX events on Eventbrite, because mm. events are hosted by you know, experienced designer that who have been working in the industry for a very long time and is always the best to learn, um, you know, straight from them. Yeah. And another one that, um, uh, that worked out for me was to speak to designers themselves. I feel like that is one of the effective, like the most effective way to learn as well, because, um, even though like from like a 30 minutes coffee chat, You're gonna learn something that nobody tell you about because these are the people who has been working in the industry working at the company that you want to get into they will tell you things that nobody will tell you about so uh, learning from different you know mediums like these um just kind of all together will help you to understand the ux view a little bit more
0: yeah yeah both of you started students of uxd which goes over a range of topics on a weekly basis. What are the next steps? Take the listeners to the journey of kind of where you started, how it's going, and where do you see it moving in, into 2021?
2: It, it's interesting that you asked that question because where we started was initially Vicky and I did not know if anybody wanted to talk. <laughs> If anybody wanted to be a guest uh, to host events, to help us host any workshops. So Vicky and I actually started with events that we had in mind that we want, that we created. And I think, Vicky, you can uh, help me jog my memory with this. I think one of them is uh, essentially targeted to help people understand how to better present their work. Uh, and that would be sessions with like little homework and uh, little pieces of homework and then someone's a designer would come in and just present their work and then we would critique it and we would like go through it almost like a mini critique session that you would not otherwise have if you weren't going to design school Um, and then Vicky what's the second part the second version so we also um,
1: initially we thought of doing something kind of like a um, presentations mode where whoever sign up for this session, come in and present something that they learn or they found out about UX so that we can, you know, share with everyone and kind of like, um, learn together. So like after Mm -hmm. the session, then you will take away a bunch of new things that you don't know about. So initially we. Um, just want to do um, you know study session study group like that but then like things got you know bigger we found an opportunities to expand our organizations a little bit more because we noticed that there are many design communities out there however okay. a lot of events and a lot of things they do um, were surrounded by you know how to write, a resume, how to do a portfolio, how to yeah. you know um, do very you know technical things, mm-hmm. and not so much about the core of UX and the value of UX. And mm. you know, as a student myself, like me and Julia, we also um, you know want to learn about like those things. So yeah. we say like, hey, you know let's find the people who know about these topics very well and let them you know teach us and teach um, other students as well. So um, we were thinking of, you know, being like the bridge that connect these um, experienced designer to um, our members and our community. So that's where all the speaking events started and um, uh, about how it's going. I feel like it's going very well. So we we just launched in, we launched in October 5th and we started with zero member.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And (laughs) we have, more than 600 members wow. for while and we have over a thousand and three hundred followers on LinkedIn who are you know very actively supporting us um and so far we have hosted more than I would say more than 10 events this year just within the two months and it has been a blast and everyone really enjoyed it um so so far so good
2: yeah and, and- the- oh, go ahead no worries. I think one thing that I definitely want to highlight as well uh, in the types of events and the differentiation I think that U- students of UXD has in other events that we've seen in the design community is that I'm sure, Harrison, you can speak to this. Uh, we like to also talk about things that have to do with the social and political climate, uh, no. we have also noticed that, you know, especially with this year, with all the events that have been going on, uh, we thought that it would be a missed opportunity and almost a irresponsible thing to do to not talk about racism in UX, to not talk about accessibility in UX, and we thought that it was just things that you know, were obvious to us, but not necessarily, I think, as obvious in other design communities. And we thought that we almost had a responsibility to make sure that we covered these events. And we are so grateful that, you know, the people that did end up agreeing to host our events, you included, uh, were open to talking about these things and, you know, just open to sharing the learnings that they have to students, and I think that that's mm. so important, and I think is definitely something that is undervalued um, a lot uh, in des- different design communities. So we wanted to make sure that we covered that, and I think moving forward, like Vicky said, it's been such a journey. It's been <laughs> such a roller coaster ride, and we it started out with just Vicky and myself, and now we have grown to a team of six, I believe. And uh, you know, it's just and other they're, and they're all they're all
0: across the country, right?
2: The world. We have somebody the world. Some Rohan. Yeah, Rohan is in India.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. And we're shout out to Rohan. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Rohan waking up for our for our team meetings every week. And I think that, you know, moving forward, I can definitely see you know, the expansion of our team and, you know, being able to just do what we can to reach more students and to, in the same way, cover more topics that are not necessarily as emphasized in the design community. Uh, And I think it's just really exciting. I think Vicki can also speak to how much it's just been so fast (laughs) everything has been growing really fast and we have nothing but uh, gratefulness in
1: that yeah definitely for example like these two months um, we actually was reached out and you know partner up with a lot of different organizations and companies Um, for example we are the only student organizations that was supported by jumpstart Um, and also we are now in partnership with adobe experience lab So things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. never thought, you know, could happen. Like, you know, we just wanted an organizations and now, you know, we got attention from these companies and all the speakers, you know, from all these cool tech companies, um, want to speak, want to be a speaker, um, Mm -hmm. for our events. Like those is like, those things are something I never, you know, even dreamed of. So that's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, this is this is super inspiring stuff. And I, and one of the things that really stands out to me, especially with the work that you're doing, is just the level of consciousness and understanding that designers need to have about the world around them and how it impacts the the products that they build, right? And the fact that you're having these discussions, you know, with students early in their careers, I cannot wait until the next generation of designers move through the industry, you know, with purpose with more of an idea of the impact that our products have across the board right across folks from all different walks of life so um you know congrats on all the work it's it's crazy to believe that it's only been two months because i think i remember when you all first reached out to me and i was like october maybe it was in september and i was like oh man october is so far away (laughs) right um so it's been it's been amazing to see that journey and and i can't wait to see uh, you know, the work that you all put out in, in 2021, how can folks get involved with students of UXD? Is there sort of, is, is there a requirement to join? Like, what does that all look like?
1: So c- currently anyone can join student of UXD. Um, they can go on to studentofuxd.com and become a member, Um, and they will be receiving, you know, newsletter and information about our upcoming events or anything that, um, you know, is kind of happen in the future. Um, and one misconception is that when people, you know, try to join our organization is that they think that this is for, you know, high school and college students only. However, when we say students um, is technically mean, you know, for everyone, because mm-hmm. you know, if you are a UX designer, um, you know, in the early career, if you are mid seniors designers, you are technically still learning. If you are in mm-hmm. the UX field, you're going to be. Constantly learning and, you know, growing in the field. So when we say students, it's technically for everyone. So yeah. I, we try to, we try our best to explain that too. And people, yeah. they found out, they are like, "Whoa, I never thought <laughs> about it that way.
0: Oh man. I know I'm, I'm still learning. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that personally for me, you know, kind of moving from a student going through a very similar journey, meandering, trying to understand what what UX even was. What's the difference between UX product design, visual design, mm-hmm. graphic design, presentation design? Like, you know, there's there's a lot there. And then even transforming into a manager and the challenges in terms of scaling an organization, managing my team, like there's just so many things to unpack throughout your career. So I think it's spot on. We're all students. Um, and I'm excited to see how the content also evolves as well. Um, based on how much you all learn and grow over time, um, is there anything that you want to leave with the listeners before you know we we end the show?
2: If there's anything that I've learned about becoming a co-founder and even just starting my career as a student of UXD, it is to constantly tell myself that it's okay not to know anything and to not know what I'm doing, because I have found that so many people also don't know what they're doing. And I think that there's a beauty in that because that's how, in a way, we're all connecting uh, as students and to acknowledge that it's fine to say that you don't know anything because people like Vicky, people like you, Harrison, people like all these other speakers are willing to help. I think that mm-hmm. we've learned how nice it is to be in a community that is welcome and welcoming designers that are new. So I think that that's what I would I would leave you with. Yeah, I
1: think like be kind to yourself um, is uh, one of the mindset that I have, and you know, still developing, especially throughout this pandemic. Um, just focus on your health. Focus focus on your mental healthness. Um, set a goal. Um, so something I always tell myself is to, you know, set a goal and focus on doing it. Don't worry about the background noises. Um, the problem is, you know, on LinkedIn you always see people, you know, accomplish so much. People always post like, "Hey, I got like three internships at one. I got like jobs here and there." and it could get very, you know, overwhelming and you get, you know, very anxious. So, um, what has been working out for me is to set a goal and just focus on that goal and to make it
0: happen. How can listeners get in contact with you individually?
1: To get in contact with me, please follow me or connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me as, uh, U-I-E-N Vicky Vo. So it's U-I-E-N Vicky Vo. On LinkedIn.
2: And I also would love for people to connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Julia Fernandez. And also to check out, you know, um, design diaries on YouTube. That would be awesome. Uh, and I also want to mention for the part where, uh, Harrison, in your question for how to connect with with students of UXD, that we, in, in addition to our website, we have our LinkedIn page, as well as our Instagram, that if people are super interested in those other pro- platforms as well, to make sure to reach out to us on those platforms.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. This is a great conversation. Best of luck to both of you and You know, we'll definitely keep in touch, no doubt.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank you so much, Harrison.
0: Enjoy this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you use. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at HarrisonWheeler.com for the latest industry insights, new article posts, and announcements of future guests on the show. Once again, thanks for listening to this episode of Technically Speaking. I'm your host, Harrison Wheeler, and I'm out.